Okay, we're holding Simon Kuf Tzadi Tetz. Remember, love Sif Hey, it's page Kuf Beis. Actually, Mishnabruah is page 204, Mishnabruah Sifkatan Tetz. Welcome to our anytime. So tonight's learning was sponsored by Mordechai Pressburger as his Skosigil Nishmas, his father, Yosef Eliezer Ben Achaver Mordechai. It's his yard tonight, and our learning should be a Skos for his Neshama. So, before we go right there, we're middle of Sif Hey. There's one thing that, one Nakuda in the Bir Halacha that I want to read. And I want to say how a story that happened today where I mamish told over this Bir Halacha to someone today. The Bir Halacha says the last five words on the page of Kuf Beis. We're discussing if you have a Russia. So a Russia cannot be mature to be the third guy, the third man in the tariff of two non-Risham with one Russia. If you, so, but if you have three Risham or if you have three Tamil Chachamim or three regular good from Yidin and one Russia, he should join them. Or three Risham, they join each other. And the last five words in the page in the Biyalacha says, Zechimisha Achal Shum, to a member, a, a saying in the Gemara, someone who ate shum, they ate garlic, he should eat more of it. Just because he does one thing wrong, he's a rasha, he does one avera wrong, doesn't mean he should do other averas wrong also. But because of a Rambam and Tshuva, that fully Yeravamin and Vat should be lavachi avravay dezar. Even Yeravamin and Vat, who was avravay dezar anyways, after peaking the unish gamma kalis, they'll still get punished for the averas kalis, going to avrit of shilam, the chadaima. Which means that even if you're doing terrible averas, that doesn't mean the cheshman's off. There's still going to be a cheshman. And for every avera someone does, there's going to be a cheshman. Every mitzvah you do, there's going to be a cheshman. And just because someone is never falling in a certain area, doesn't take away the fact that you should still do mitzvahs over here, and it's all going to go into the cheshman. And the Kesar Rosh is mirroring this a little more. Kesar Rosh says, I don't know exactly where this was. He was learning somewhere. There was a mumer. And he asked for a glazel schnapps. The Goyim said, don't give it to him until he makes a bracha. He didn't want to make a bracha, but said, no. Goyim said, don't give this guy the drink without telling him to make a bracha. Balbai says, come on, he's a mumer. The guy, this, uh, who knows what? Who knows what type of averus he does? Amr ha'chasad ha'graza. Shaitu uksil. A fool. Sounds like he's talking to the Mumer himself. Just because you're a Mumer doesn't mean that you're putter from the even smallest diktuk of mitzvahs. You are a regular, full-fledged yid. Whatever you did out there, you're going to get punished for. It's not going to help to say kfir, I'm not maskim. At the end of the day, you're a yid. And everything you do wrong, you're going to get punished for. Everything you do right, you get scarred for. And just because you're doing terrible averis doesn't, doesn't say that you shouldn't make a bracha. You're going to get ancient for every averis that's mitzarif. For Tishar Yisrael, you're still going to be a yid. Once someone's a yid, they cannot become yid. They cannot become no longer a yid. And therefore, he was giving a message to this guy, just because you think you're lost and you're gone... Don't think so, because every Avera counts for the Avera side of the scale, every mitzvah counts for the mitzvah. Just because you're doing these Averas doesn't take away from the fact that you're mechuyiv doing mitzvahs and do what you can, make the bracha. And if this was, if this was a little Shemaisa, it would end right there. A Chasidah Shemaisa would have a happy ending, but surprisingly, this is a little Shemaisa with Chasidah ending. It says, the ending is, When he heard these words coming out of the guy's mouth, he trembled very, very much. 
But the guy was telling him that just because you're suffering, you're, you're not keeping up the par with these mitzvahs, doesn't mean you should give up on those mitzvahs. Do what you can. And he quotes here the tshuva of the Rambam, which the Bir Lacha says, and the Rambam ends off, one of the main fundamental tenets of our religion is that don't think just because I'm a bad guy over here, I shouldn't shtel too over here, I shouldn't do mitzvahs over here. Every mitzvah you do counts. That's what it says. So today, as I was preparing this, I was going through this Bir and the Kesar and the Rambam, someone came over to me and this person, he's in college, and in college he's part of a, a student's club or a society. And he's the president, the president of the society, whatever it's for. And the job of the president is to decide who's going to come in and speak to them and arrange uh, guest speakers. He's a vice president and her job is to arrange the food. So she arranges the food, every person who's part of the society orders food, and you pay your taxes to the society, and then uh, you uh, get your food when you go to these events. When you order your food, she has a list. You can order halal, you can order uh, kosher, you can order uh, vegetarian, whatever you want to order, you can order. You get specific food, tailored to your um, religious diet, tailored to your diet. Now, at this event, there were like three of them, and they were not ordering kosher food, it wasn't worth it. He didn't feel that it was fear to take money from the klal, it was cost a lot of extra money to arrange kosher food for just three people, it was too few people, and there was no kosher food available. That, that's how it was. This particular president, who's uh, from a Yid, uh, he was not going to eat shayt. He noticed that on the paper, one of the other Yidin ordered regular tray food, non-kosher food. We'll call him Dr. Miller. Dr. Miller is an older man, he was in the 60s, he's part of the society, he ordered non-kosher food. So originally he wanted to know, is it his achrayas to stop this? Is his achrayas to arrange kosher food for him? It's not really his money, it's not really his thing, and this guy is choosing to eat non-kosher food. No, whatever, that was a Shiloh. The Maisa, we didn't do it. And he was not going to get involved. The vice president was taking care of the food, the old Gayim, the Gayusha money. And it wasn't his Achrayis, he wasn't taking care of it. The Maisa, last second, he changed his mind and he felt bad. And he wanted him to do a mitzvah. So he went by himself and he got a pie of pizza, kosher pizza. And when this Dr. Miller came into the event, he said, Dr. Miller, I got you some kosher pizza. Big mitzvah, right? Went out of his way, he bought the pizza. Dr. Miller goes, Takes one slice from the kosher pie, one slice from the chafer pie, says thank you so much, and has his, has his lunch. So he went and he had the kosher pie, the kosher slice with the chafer slice. Never. That's what happened. But I told the guy, this is mamish exactly what I'm learning right now. This is what the Bir Allah is saying, this is what the Kesarosh is saying, this is the Rambam saying, every mitzvah goes on the scale, every avera goes on the scale, and you think you too have nothing because you tried to bring kosher food and he ended up eating the chafer. Anyways, it's not true. You gave him one slice of kosher pizza instead of having two slices of trafer pizza. He had one on one. That one slice goes on the scale. It's exactly what the Bir Allah is saying, exactly what the Pastor Rosh is saying, that's what the Green was saying. Make a bracha. Ah, he's not going to make a bracha tomorrow either. Make a bracha right now. Every bracha counts, every mitzvah counts. And that's why this Russia, he should tell two to the Zeman, even though he's a Russia and he eats who knows what. If right now he ate kosher food, so he's mitzvah to the Zeman, he should do Zeman because every mitzvah will count. That was today's story. Um, today, a couple hours ago. Okay. Zak the Machaber Sif Hey. Zak the Machaber Oinin Mechayel. Sif page Kuv Beis Oinin Mechayel Shu Patum Milavarech. Ain Mizamin Alav Oinin. You cannot make a Zimun for. He's not included in the Zimun. Zak Sifkat and Test is where we're holding. Top of the page 204. Ain Mizamin. 
The reason why an Ainan is puppet for mitzvahs, usually is he's allowed to do the mitzvah. He's just puppet from it. An Ainan who's Isaac Bekvuras Mesai is not allowed to do the mitzvahs. He's an Ainan. However, if there's a Chabra Kadisha, people that are in charge in the town and taking care of the mace, then there are those that say that he'd be allowed to do certain mitzvahs. Even though it's still upon him to take care of it, it wasn't given over to the Kasafim, whatever that means, Ayin Simon, Ayin Aleph. He didn't completely give over all the duties to the Chabra Kadisha. He's still involved, but there is an Achroi for the mace. There are those that say he's allowed to make brachas. We don't pass him that way. We pass him he should not make brachas. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I can't. I said that like very confidently. I'm not sure. I would take it back and say it like, Yesh Aymer, I think that we pass him that. Not like that, until he gives it over to the Kasafim, until he completely absolves himself. He would still be a regular Aynim, but there are those that are saying not like that. Even though there are those that say he's a right to do certain mitzvahs, since he's potter for them, he can't be mitzvah to the Zimu. If he actually gave it over to that Chabura, he gave it over to the Chabura Kedisha, then he showed me that he is no longer considered an Oyen and he could do mitzvahs. forgot exactly what it says over there in Simonai and Aleph, Ayin Shomu Sekot and Dalin, or listen back to the Shiurim from a year and a half ago. He cannot even be mighty others with benching if he's an oinin. He's potter, he can't do it. And therefore, an oinin is not mature if he can't be mighty others. That's the Allah of an oinin. You cannot make a, a zeman of three, including a, a woman or a slave or a katan. They can do zeman together themselves. Katanim, I think, are not included in that. That we'll see, but not by themselves or avadim by themselves. What age um, of a katan would be included in a zimun? And according to the, the Ramah, it's going to be 13. I'm pretty sure it'll be 13. And therefore, we don't really have katan in, uh, making a zimun these days. If you only have two men, you're not going to have um, this Nashim or Avadim or Ketan and be Mitzayar to be the third person. They can't be Mitzayar. Even if you want to make a Zimun with them, you're not allowed to. It's worse than Nashim by themselves or Avadim by themselves. Three women have reshus to be mezamin. We'll see exactly how that works later. It's not nice to have a tzirif of two men and a woman. Times that a guy has my mitzvah boy, has a son, he has his wife. It's not noah to have the woman be a chalik of the initial three for the zimun. They have the right. Make their own zimun. So this is going specifically on Nashim and even three avadim don't go with nashim. Avadim nashim don't mix because it's pritzas. So you, in order to say you have to have ten men. 
Siv Zayin. Nashim is amlis atman reshus. Nashim have the right to be mizamin to themselves. Avon kishal oiches imah nashim chayavis. They eat with men. They're mechuyiv in zimun. The yaitzis be zimun shalano and their yaitzis with our zimun. Agar afpisha einam mavinas. Even though they don't understand, you could be mitzi them. We spoke out in lashon kodesh. Even if they don't understand, you could be mitzi. So that Allah from the mechaber says nashim are mizamlis la atman. They have the right to. The Vilna Goyin, actually, the Bir Allah quotes the Vilna Goyin, they're Mechuyim, but we're not knowing that way. Nashim are not Mechuyim and Zimun, they're allowed to make a Zimun themselves. However, when we have a Zimun, the men have a Zimun, they're eating with men, they're Mechuyim in that Zimun, and we're going to run out of time today, but the Ramosha tomorrow will speak out, speaks out, Allah Chalamaisa, if you're having a Suda of men, and there are women there also, so maybe during the week it would be different than Shabbos, will speak out, but on Shabbos, the Shuri says, you should call back the woman to listen to the Zimun, and then Rechuyiv in the Zimun, you should not leave them in the kitchen to do whatever they're doing, bring them back. Why is it why is it a rishus for a woman to make a zimun? It's not much of women are they know birch zimun, therefore the chazal did not make a chiv in birch zimun for them because many times they don't know it. And um, we'll stop here at Zion, but don't walk away yet with a psak with what to do with women because we're mamish smack in the middle of the halacha halacha lamaisa what to do with women for zimun so if we have two men the woman cannot be the third for the zimun it's not noah even though they would be mechuyiv it's not noah to have two men and a woman if you're having three men and there's another woman at the table that will have to finish halacha tomorrow we'll stop here wishing everyone a wonderful good night